0: slash drink and download the zocdoc app for free then find and book a top-rated doctor today that's zocdoc.com slash drink zocdoc.com slash drink
1: hey hi it's episode eight yeah it is well is it yeah it is yes it is we just discussed this okay (laughs) we
2: double checked before we pressed (laughs) record and i'm still nervous (gasps) it's eight happy
1: saturday well for whenever this comes out i guess happy day to you stop telling everyone we record on saturdays (laughs) i'm tired of you (laughs) (laughs) releasing have other plans really discreet information
2: welcome to and that's why we drink podcast
1: hosted by me only hosted by emily yep and i'm just here along for the ride (laughs) yeah and my name is christine how are you i'm great i i had a beer last for last episode and this week i'm back to there's your wine back to the wine i feel so good to be reunited (laughs) not like it's been very long but it feels good i'm having a strawberry milkshake before you don't even bother
2: asking oh i forgot again yeah and uh the last time i had a strawberry shake i was not a fan but this one's actually really good awesome yeah and there's more of it. It's a bigger
1: cup. Oh, that's always better. Yeah, we're in America. More is better. Mm-hmm.
2: How do you have any
1: anything you want to say? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Before Ever? I forget, I have <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of things to say. Okay, start doing it. But only one of them relates to this podcast, so I'm just going to stick to that for now. Okay, we'll see what else I can stuff into this podcast. Okay. <laughs> um. So before I forget, a Twitter user named atnesis. Period. Like Yeezus? I guess. With an N? Yeah. Like knees and Yeezus. But like N-E-E-Z-U-S.
2: Period. That's literally knees and Yeezus put together.
1: Knees is spelled with a K. So I didn't want to that. What did you say? Mm. I wasn't listening. (laughs) I thought you said K-N-E-E-S. Like knees. No. All right. Anyway, I forget what I was saying about her. But she messaged me or she sent a tweet and she knows how much I like boxed wine we all do, but only from Trader Joe's. I like I do. I don't do like the franzia shit, but right. Okay, so she messaged me and was like, "Oh, goon." She said something about goon in Australia, and I was like, "What the hell?" So I googled it, and boxed wine in Australia is called goon, and it's like this famous drink, and it's like huge. There's BuzzFeed articles written Wait, about. Wait, so it. like, is
2: goon like the like how we say boxed wine is the the vocabulary. I think so. I don't or think it's, is Goon a brand no, of wine? No, I don't wine? think it's
1: a brand as far as I can tell. God, poor... So like you could just say, oh, I love Goon and I'm everyone... sorry, Nises, if I'm fucking this up. But I, I'm pretty sure, like, if you Google it, it's just people with all these boxed wines and they take the bag, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, okay, so it is. I just looked it up. It's a... S- <laughs> Urban Dictionary, a silver sack filled with cheap wine found within a cardboard box. With Christine's name written all over it. <laughs> with me at the other end of, <laughs> of the back. <laughs> with a funnel attached. <laughs> so that, it's like the most famous thing. It's a famous drink in Australia. Oh. And I guess they play this game called Goon of Fortune. And she said something like, oh, they attach it to um, where you hang what? your clothes. A clothes, a hang. What? A drying wrap What are those things called? Where are you hanging?
2: At what stage are the clothes where you're hanging? When you're them? drying them. Oh, like a clothesline? Yeah, a
1: clothesline. I was, my I was mom like, says- are we hanging
2: them on hangers because they're clean? No, or- sorry. My mom okay. always says
1: drying rack because she doesn't know English very well. Sorry. <laughs> that was really rude. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. My mom's only language is English and she doesn't really know it that well. So. <laughs> my dad still says hair saloon instead of salon. Like, sometimes my I mom just- says gas station when she means grocery store. <laughs> that's really wrong. So, you know, your mom can't be all that bad. Um, my mom pronounces the word, uh, what's the word I always find up. Is it German or
2: English? It's English. Do you mess it up too? No, I just always forget. It's like a long word that starts with H. Not hyperbole. I... Hippopotamus. Are you just going to type in H on Google? <laughs> and hope the word pops up. Hypothesis? No, but it's something like that. It's like,
1: uh. Do you say any words that are still German? I say weird idioms sometimes. Like, I'll say things the way like I'll say oh I have arrived here and people are like why are you saying that but like you have said that I just always thought you were trying to be funny no I literally there's my parents both sorry for me laughing every time (laughs) you talk to me people will literally make fun of that I don't know there's certain phrases that I don't realize are weird until people kind of look at me it's okay I'll say
2: things that I didn't realize were southern slang Mm, yeah and out here everyone's like what the hell are you talking about oh Okay, so a sun shower. You know we what those are? We were just
0: talking
1: about this an hour ago. I was about to ask, what do you call a sun shower? I call it the devil's beating his wife. We couldn't come up with it. We said it's slang with the devil.
2: Yeah. Were you the ones that didn't know what I was talking about when I said that? Well, I for sure don't know
1: what you're talking I about. Said
2: it at, I said it at work, I think, because I said, oh, the devil's beating his wife. And everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, it's, there's a sun shower outside. Because it is called a sun shower, but when you see the sun shower, you're supposed to say out loud, oh, the devil's beating his wife.
1: See, okay, because we had this conversation earlier about, like, weird idioms, and we were like, sometimes Southern people say something about the devil. Oh, well, we
2: say a lot of things about
1: the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
2: we we throw God into everything. God willing. uh, If the... I don't know. Lord willing if the creek don't rise. What the fuck? Okay.
1: Oh, I found it! Okay. What's the word? Okay. She finally got back to me. Uh, The word is haphazardly, and she would read it and stuff, and... She knew what it meant, but she would say, <laughs> she would say, half-azardly. And we were like, what? <laughs> and she would go, you know, he didn't really half-azardly. We were like, literally, what are you saying? Half-azardly. Yeah, half half-a-zar- hazardly is the one. So anyway. We got
2: to get away from this conversation. I, I am, am
1: just like. Feel my brain melting. Derailing hard. So anyway. Um, Boxed wine game. So the wine game is where they attach it to a clothesline mm. and spin it around I guess I didn't like there's YouTube videos of this I don't know and it's like a famous drinking Wait, game box, so they take bags no, the of bag, wine yeah hang it on a Clip clothesline it on a clothesline uh-huh I don't totally get it but I think they like and like it's a giant stand sprinkler under of
2: it wine. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like wine right I'm probably you. totally not it's doing like an this correctly Indian tribal dance but there's like, <laughs> <laughs> like letting it rain on you for good fortune <laughs> with like
1: strawberry fields Francia yeah but <laughs> Yeah, no, so, yeah, I mean, there's, like, videos. It's, like, s- attached to a clothesline. She goes, oh, we attached Goon to the clothesline. And I'm like, what the
2: fuck <laughs> are you talking about? And the devil's beating his wife. And half as hardly. I, like, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't get it. Anyway. Wow. This is the greatest episode we've ever done. <laughs> If anyone's still listening, welcome to episode
1: eight. Oh, I just got to add, I'm drinking, shout out to my mommy, who says half-zardly, but I'm drinking Fetzer, which is the wine she drank in the 90s back with my neighbor's mom. They would sit on the porch and drink Fetzer. Anyway, so I'm drinking Fetzer in honor of you, mother dearest. (laughs) Who you just- Who I just bashed on (laughs) radio, so. All right. Are you drinking for any reason
2: besides the fact we, our mothers can't speak English?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And apparently neither can I. Um, you know, no, I'm feeling good about what's wrong with you. Is your life perfect? all the time? No, it's just a lot better than it has been for about a year (laughs) or like 25 years. So I feel like I'm on the up and up right now and I don't want to, you know, put any negative energy out there. Must be nice. Yeah. Well, Well, I guess I'll pretend
2: my life. I'm sure it's short lived. Uh, I have a fact, a wine fact slash milkshake fact. Enlighten me. Okay. Tell me if this is something other people already know. Red wines are red because the fermentation process extracts color from the grape skins. Oh. But white wines are not fermented with the skins on them, which is what makes them white. You're kidding. Oh, so you didn't know that. I thought they were made from, like, green grapes and stuff. So... That's what I thought, too. I thought purple grapes make red wine. Shit. And green grapes make white wine. But apparently it's if the skin is on it or not. What
1: makes rosé?
2: Love. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Roses. <laughs> Hopes. Dreams.
2: Um, so my milkshake fact I had and then it decided to go away on me. So this uh <laughs> I'm just like waved her arms in the air and then like I roll need her to eyes. like Zen and get back oh, into it. That was what that was. Okay. This also pertains to you. Oh. I love things that are about me. <laughs> so this milkshake is supposed to cure hangovers. Oh shit. So I might be coming over in the morning. I'll see you times. in the morning. <laughs> Uh, if you have a banana milkshake with honey, it's supposed to be the pure, the perfect cure.
1: That sounds really good, too. Um,
2: I saw that fact somewhere else, and that actually had the reason why. It was something like because the banana is really, like, thick, so it, like, sits in your stomach. And oh. then the honey does something to balance out.
1: Interesting. Um, like nausea or
2: something? I don't know if it's nausea or, like, the sweetness in it kind of, like, gives you, like, the hair of the dog that bit you. Oh, you
1: know
2: Interesting. I mean? I don't know. I don't I don't know anything. But they're your facts, people. Do what you want they're with them. They're facts. They're not. Yeah, I'm not making that up. No. Um, we're well right. researched. Now that we got all that out of the way, ready for some information? <laughs> 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 I hope a teacher uh, goes into a classroom. Yeah. Like <laughs> I hope. <laughs> if I were a teacher, I would just be like. I ready just, for some information.
1: I just want you to know she has her hands on her hips and she's like, uh, are you ready? After I gave you some facts, are you ready for some information? Like, I don't know what that means, but okay. I just meant about ghosts. I just wanted to tell my story. Oh, man. Ugh. I feel like the last episode I was and one of my dreams is to be a professor one
2: day. I hope that's my first day yeah. of class. good luck
1: with that, my love. <laughs> clearly, ready for some information. Clearly none of us are ever going to be able to run for office, so hopefully professor is <laughs> something we can accomplish. <sighs> I All have right. tears in
2: my eyes. I'm pouring my wa- my Fetzer. Hey, pour some extra for you because I forgot to tell you another reason that I drink. Uh-oh. <laughs> is because I'm mad at you. <gasps> are you ready for why? Why? Because Wait,
1: my f- I'm sad. Why are you mad at me?
2: Because your mom was in town last weekend, correct? Yeah. And when we started this podcast, did I or did I not say, "Let's go to the Queen Mary together"? <gasps> you ruined it. Okay.
0: Oh, you I didn't ruined know,
2: it. No, but you are a liar. I sat right here at this table. Your brother was on that couch, and I said, "Let's go," and you said, "Yeah, we'll bring Alex and Blaze." And I said,
1: "Okay." Yeah, but I thought we were gonna. But I, I don't, don't want to
0: hear it. Hmm, but I was drinking. <laughs>
1: but um okay my mom literally called me she's like ever since the 80s i wanted to go to the ship and she's like so i bought us tickets Look, i'm gonna and i'm not gonna be like no mom i well, refuse because it's
2: your mom i'm gonna let it slide but had you done that with anyone else no
1: i wouldn't though that's the thing and also i don't believe you no but also i made sure we only did just like the tour like mm-hmm. we didn't do like the paranormal investigation like that i want to do with you because i don't i didn't want to do that plus it's more expensive so the paranormal stuff i'd rather do with you i'm giving her the death stare right now i'm staring i saw I i'm staring into a corner this
2: is the reason i'm i was shook because <laughs> <laughs> because i wrote all of these notes i worked so hard on this research i was
1: <gasps> you're doing the queen I take, why would i bring this up i'm really slow i'm sorry you're doing the queen mary <laughs> wow yeah i'm about to i just got really hung up on the fact that you're mad at me and now i feel like crying
2: (laughs) (laughs) i have those tears where they belong (laughs) i have an insane guilt complex (laughs) (laughs) i wrote these notes i worked so hard on the research and then on when i was ready to come here i went on facebook and i was scrolling through your pictures and i was like what the fuck is
1: this did i not tell you i went no you do not i'm I'm the devil i'm sorry (laughs) i but i remember she bought me the tickets and i'm like but which ticket she's like oh just like a tour of the ship so i believe you fair i didn't do any of the ghost stuff and i I was relieved my heart
2: sank though when i saw that you i'm sorry it was you and your brother who got to go when we
1: did not alexander did not go he didn't want to go good for him we're going to do a ghost tour there you and i pinky promise yeah pinky promise okay the queen
2: mary currently in long beach, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, it was built in 1936 and it was originally hosted the most elite like transatlantic crossings, like it like went from like Europe to New York all the time and um it was for the wealthiest people. Like it was the luxury cruise of its time. It was bigger, faster, stronger than the Titanic by like 1000 square feet or something like oh, that. Oh jeez. I don't know if it was, it said a thousand feet. And I was like, is that square feet or length? (laughs) I was like, I don't know what's going on. This is longer. (laughs) Um, So for like a bunch of like famous people used to do it to travel everywhere, like Clark Gable, Winston Churchill, the Duke of Windsor, you know, big people in the thirties. Just like the casual guys. So it only was a luxury cruise for about three years. And then in 1939, uh, world war two. Was going on. The depression had been going on for 10 years, NBFD.
1: Uh, and so it just didn't stay funded. NB- oh, <laughs> I thought that was another event that was going on. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah. Yes, NBFD was going
2: on. No big fucking deal. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm so slow today. Okay.
2: Uh, so it became a warship during World War II, and it was called the Grey Ghost. Right. And it carried over 800,000 troops during World War II and traveled over 600,000 miles. And it was a participant in D Day. Um, it broke a record during the war for the most people on a single vessel, and there were almost 17,000 people on the ship at That's one time. That's insane. Um, it also carried war families to and from, uh, like, America, Canada, and the UK. Oh, shit. Uh, during that time, it did, like, 13 voyages where it was called the... Oh, uh, I didn't write down. It was, like, called the Bride and Baby... Bride and Baby Voyages. And oh. it would uh, take... it would. Tra- it would travel all of the war brides and war How babies weird. to and from, and it did thirteen voyages. Like to that. and
1: from like war zones? What the fuck?
2: No. Why would you put a
1: baby? In I, war I don't zones? understand.
2: Like you would like like if their family needed to move to Europe, or if they were after the war, if they were coming to America. Oh, after the war. Or, yes. All right. Okay. I get it. <laughs> just drink the wine. I, <laughs> I <just laughs> You'll get it to soon. Understand. <laughs> so, nineteen forty-seven. Um, it was refurbished and became the Queen Mary again. It was no longer a warship. And it went back to being a luxury cruise for about 13 years, but then, no, longer than 13 years, like around 15 years or so. But once the 1960s came, luxury cruises weren't really trendy anymore. Like it wasn't the thing, uh, especially because now that airplanes are becoming, uh, like the the luxury, (laughs) right. They're like the, the more common form of travel, um, There was just, was no need for the cruise anymore. And so it slowly stopped being used. And by 67, it took its last, uh, voyage to Long Beach. And that's where it became a museum and a hotel. And it's travel to Long Beach was it's 1,001st, 1,001th, 1,001st. 1001st. (laughs) I've never used that number ever in my life, but it had done exactly a thousand crossings. And then when it. Came to Long Beach, it did its last one.
1: I think there was, like, a big bidding war on it, too. Like, different yeah. places were bidding to, like...
2: and Long Beach beat them by... I think it was, like, it ended up being 3.4... M- I'm doing this off the top of my head. But one of the notes I saw was, it was like, $3.4 million or something. Wow. Um, so there's now regularly thousands of visitors that come every year um, because it's a museum and it's still a luxury hotel. And they do tours. And because it is one of the most haunted places, it also has a whole track for paranormal tours. So people will do investigations there. Um, they do, I think, f- some sort of flashlight tour. And one thing I've participated in every year that I've lived in LA, during Halloween, it becomes like a huge, scary haunted house attraction. And it's the coolest thing I've no, ever seen. No, I don't seen. like that
1: because they had the decorations still up, even though it was daylight, February. Oh. Um, and they were like, don't mind the decorations. And they were like, Headless dolls and like people with horse heads eating dinner and I was no,
2: like, No, I love it. No, I, okay, uh. my
1: favorite time of
2: year is um like okay, we have another friend also named Christine.
1: Hi, Christine. Um Hey, Christine number one. I'm oh, number two. Uh so I texted
2: her probably like I guess now a year ago, but like starting in April. Last year, I texted her and I was like, "Save up your money now because I need at least five hundred dollars come Halloween to just five hundred dollars, just to spend it on every opportunity I can for like the haunted hayrides no. and the scary attractions. No, 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 no. no. Well, to, like that stuff doesn't scare me because I'm expecting
1: it. If I went into a house and something no I wasn't expecting scared me, I would run away. Literally, fuck that so hard. I went to this fucking corn maze in Ohio and there was this thing creature on stilts that was like chasing right. me and i went to a porta potty and i locked it and it i told followed all of you yeah and it was outside the porta potty like banging on the door and then i told all my friends like i'm not i texted them i was like you can go by yourselves on this <laughs> thing i'm staying out here so i no hide. those things i love those things because i they legally cannot touch me like if
2: like they have those like actually really scary fucked up haunted houses where like you pay people to like actually like ba- it's basically like a i don't like it's it's like they are allowed to touch you. Basically, they're allowed to touch you, but like in really horrible ways. Like it's basically you. Why would you do that? You're signing up to be in... like assaulted. Yeah. Oh, it's. God. I mean, it, I'm not gonna disca- describe it. But if anyone wants to know what that is, no. just look up blackout NYC. You don't want to know like blackout New York. Or there's another one in LA called the McKayme Manor or something. It's really fucked up. Like they like you sign away like your life, like <laughs> your life basically You're like if
1: you rip my hair out it's fine
2: yeah what the no f- like they beat the shit out of you and like they like
1: what, simulate What they beat their you sup- up? Yeah like you leave bloody
2: like it's-, it's like like and you can't get out there's no safe word or anything it's like you have to get how out of the house How is this legal? You sign a bunch of fucking waivers. Yeah but how- like, it's... I would... I, you could not pay me enough. So I So could I, like,
1: technically pay you a... Like, sign a waiver for you to stab me to death and it would be legal? Like, if they won't stab you, it's, like, it's t- just hand-to-hand
2: combat. But it's, like, um... It's to simulate a real horror story so you can feel like you're in a real scary movie. No! It's, it's, like, for adrenaline junkies who, like, think they can handle that shit. And it's really horrible. Like, they, like, feed you rotten eggs and shit. It's really gross. What?! Yeah, it's
1: messed up, man. Okay, I'm, like... Okay.
2: Well, in the middle of the night when you're alone, just no. look it up. No, I'm not gonna do but, that. But so on the Queen Mary during Halloween, they have a tame, typical like amusement park version right. where like it's mazes you like walk spooky. through and people jump out. Mm-hmm. But I know they can. I know they can't scare me, so I don't. I don't. Like I know they can't touch me, so like what's
1: the worst you're gonna do? Go uga booga? Like, yeah, they scare the shit out of me and I uh, cry. One time I, I hit somebody me. in the face and then they told me I wasn't allowed to do that. <laughs> but don't scare me. I'm gonna hit you in the face. Well, you paid for them to scare you anyway.
2: Okay, but they. You don't go in the in the ship you go on the ship like you're on it's all on the top floor mm. which it's pretty fucking big if they're able to have a whole it's huge attraction yeah. like i didn't even realize like this is stupid but when i went the first time i knew it was a ship but i didn't actually know i was on a fucking ship the whole time like
1: i thought it doesn't feel like it when you're inside cause like, it's like i was on
2: top of i i don't even remember going on stairs or anything i had to have at some point but i thought we were just like next to a ship or like by the pier and it was just like I, I had no idea i was on a ship until we got off and i was like i was on a ship this whole fucking time because <laughs> <laughs> like you don't go inside you're just on the top and it's it's pitch black and you're surrounded by all these cool halloween
1: lights and everything i never noticed water yeah, was around I mean me. the boat is honestly so massive that it doesn't feel it like it was
2: bigger than the titanic yeah exactly okay so um yeah, so there were there's a thousand visitors a year because of all these different types of things that they host and right. things you can do. Um, it is one of the most haunted places in the world, not just the country, and has 150 documented spirits. Ooh! In the last 60 years, 49 people have there's
1: 49 reported deaths, but there have been other deaths that just haven't been reported. Well, they apparently. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, during war times, the um, the government never released the How many people died? number of deaths that occurred during wartime, so they estimate like men. I mean, many people died. At least 150 for there to be that many spirits, right? And then as soldiers, they had like prisoners of war right in one room. Like, well, so this ship also went through hell and
2: back, so it went through war. Apparently during war it accidentally crashed into one of its other ships which is like something I would totally do if we were ships. I'd well, be like, Oops. they had
1: they had a okay, they had a zigzag pattern that you're supposed to follow to like avoid being detected by enemy forces." Mm-hmm. And I guess they had like this zigzag pattern and somehow like the coordinates got got off. So the one ship was going one way and the other one was going the other way. Well, so they way. kissed and they accidentally crashed and they killed almost everybody on oh, the other ship. ship. Yeah. So they say a lot yeah. of the spirits are from that, That's Yeah, too. they say there's, like, screaming. And mm-hmm. NBFD, you know. That event that happened in the 1930s. Right, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, okay, so that's basically all the history I have. Uh, I just want to tell you about the ghosts,
1: really. Ooh, yeah, I want to hear about that. Right. I don't know much about that.
2: I dropped my thing. I dropped my paper.
1: Oh, also, they said, like, during war, when it was a great ghost, like you mentioned, they painted all the windows in, like, they paint. I mean doesn't really mean much, but they painted all the windows gray and like blacked out the whole ship, Ooh. which I just thought was like a creepy That's yeah, it's thing. very ominous. Yeah, they Especially made it- Especially for
2: something that was so luxurious originally. Right, like it was,
1: yeah, and then they painted everything gray and made it, they tried to make it look like camouflaged in the sea. I don't know. That was just something that creeped me out. Yuck.
2: So the, all of these seem to be really good. Like usually I try to like build up to a good story. I don't have one of those this time. It's just all
1: good. Oh, I thought you mean you don't have a good story. I was like, I no. think it's great. <laughs> and the t- end. I support you. You're doing a great job.
2: Uh, okay, so one of the most common ones, which I'm sure you heard of while you were there, is uh, during the war, there was uh, an 18-year-old that died in an engine room. Did you hear about this? Nope. Uh, his name is John Petter, like P-E-D-D-E-R, Okay. John Petter. But they call him Half
1: Hatch Harry. Like, can you imagine if you die and someone just tells (laughs) me to
2: give you your own fucking name? Listen,
1: remember we talked about last episode like, these old timey people have the most fucking crazy ass names. But, like, at least give him something that has to do with his name, John. Like, that's like, like, you Christine
2: dying and me being like, oh, there goes Peggy Sue. Like, (laughs) it's like, come on. Half legged Peggy. (laughs) What's his name? Half ass Harry? What? (laughs) Half hatch Perry. Let us go. Half hatch Harry what's that mean well apparently the hatch of the door crushed him
1: (gasps) yeah sad oh so they named him because of his that's That's like if you got shot and they're
2: like up bullseye peggy wait no (laughs)
1: okay a A guy my stepdad worked with they called him (laughs) 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 it's so awful i'm already scared he okay he shot himself in the head uh, don't committed make, suicide. Don't, this don't is why it. I'm glad my stepdad doesn't listen to this podcast. And well, now I can't like obviously. And he calls I, him. They call him like hole in the head Steve,
0: uh, and they think it's so funny.
1: And I'm like, did he? He died, he, right? Yeah, he killed himself and shot himself in the head. So at he least, died. At least he's not around to know that. And they're they like, no, that. it's like fun. Like he was our friend. And well, I'm like, I guess. that's like on. This is
2: gonna sound like a weird segue, but this is like on Full House. When, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, that's no. That's never a weird segue. <laughs> no. So um. Bob Saget and Dave, is it Coulier? Is that how you say it? Dave Coulier? Joey? I think so. Um, so I guess Bob Saget's mom had already passed away before the show. And then when they were on the show, Dave Coulier's mom also passed away. And so the way that they coped with it is they they called themselves the dead mom's club, which is like really fucked up, but like it was their kind of like dark way of dealing with it.
1: So maybe that's like what's his name on snl who jokes about his dad dying in 9 11 and people are like yeah oh, upset about it but they can't be upset about it because he's like it's my dad i've you heard know? i've
2: heard him joke about that stuff and i'm like
1: oh. it's so uncomfortable yeah
2: and i'm i'm alone in my like it's not like i'm afraid of what other people are thinking next yeah. to me like, like I there's I can, something about it that's so... i can feel the whole world uncomfortable but when... that's
1: how he says he like deals with it so you know All right i can't experience it so you do you fuck well, okay. So anyway, let's now that we've uh, transitioned to nine eleven. Let's get back to the story. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> wow, you're really making
2: my story so much darker. <laughs> so, okay, so the engine room there's that's where there's regularly a lot of activity. But in this particular story, door thirteen is known to be a haunted area because at least three men have been crushed all by the same door. What the fuck? Um, there were two before half hatch Harry and then in 1966 he died and he was like an 18 year old he was brand Aww, new to the ship
1: that's so sad. but a lot
2: of people say that they can see him in the clothes he died in um they see him walking around in the ship and then if you ever follow him he'll he's always walking towards <gasps> door 13 and if you get to door 13 before him he's disappeared like he always disappears before he hits the door
1: that makes me really sad like he's walking
2: to his death that's really 18
1: yeah and he just keeps reliving the whole like
2: yeah. oh that's dark So, the next one is, apparently, this, like, how elite is this bullshit? This ship had first, second, and third class pools.
1: Pools? (laughs) I thought you meant, like, levels, but pools. No. Like,
2: I, I don't know. I don't know how they divvied it up, like... Was it by race? Was it by how much money you made? Was it by age? I think it was the ticket you bought. Because I remember them uh, saying... That's so much less racist than I was expecting. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's keep going. I was thinking that. like, oh, God, this is segregated. No, no.
1: I think like if you bought like a first class ticket. Like a VIP ticket, or... If you were like Winston Churchill, you could go to the first class yeah. pool.
2: NBD. Um, okay. So in the first and second class pools, they neither of them are used now. They've been closed for over 30 years. In at both of the pools, you can see women in 30 style swimwear walking around. You can also see, um, you can hear like wet feet walking around the pool, like Ooh, like they got out, or you can hear splashing in the water. And very, uh, they said it's it's not every night, but regularly, um, the maintenance people will go in there at night, and you can see footprints leaving the water and <gasps> going into the changing room.
0: Ew! And
2: apparently, the changing room is a big hot zone for like like a hotbed for activity um they say i saw on my website i don't know if this is the case but they said it's because a woman was raped in there so it's like already like
1: a lot of negative activity they did not say that on the tour i don't think they were allowed to because there was a 10 year old but Mm. well they said that they did say like they said
2: there was that and then they said there was a bunch of other cases of assault because back (gasps) then the 30s like who was protecting women especially if they were in swimwear bathing suits which 1930 swimwear was probably a fucking tarp and that was still too much for the men yeah so, um, their shoulders were showing, so right. men couldn't help themselves. And so a bunch of negative stuff happened in the women's changing room. So apparently that's a big Shit. area.
1: Well, cause we heard that like the changing rooms were like a big, but he didn't tell us why. And that's probably why. Also near that pool. Uh, and also throughout the hotel, there's
2: a little girl that's always carrying a teddy bear Oh. and they don't know if she's like. Always near the pool because she's trying to find her mom, or if she's upstairs, Stop. I know it's That's really so sad. There's also there was a nursery in this for I guess you know passengers who had kids they could like bring their kid there for the day. Um, she's also regularly found in there, and they don't know if she's also trying to find her friends or it's really fucked up. That's really sad. Another little girl who they've named Jackie can also be seen in the pool. Who she, I, I guess in the 30s they were actually kind of cool. They had slides that went down to the pool. Fun. Uh, until a giant wave came crashing on the <gasps> ship and she cracked her neck on the slide as she was going into the pool and drowned.
1: Oh, right. Because they said if you were going over a wave and then you tried to jump off the diving board or something, you could like get moved away from where... Right. You... <gasps> and
2: so she... Holy shit. She was on the slide and then as she, was, as she took off, a giant wave hit no. the ship. And so she like smacked her head into it. And I either she broke her and, most of the sites I saw said that she broke her neck, Poor but she baby. could have also just gone unconscious and then fell in the water and never came up. <gasps> so what she- the fuck? That's so
1: sad. So you can
2: also see little kid feet prints.
1: No. Um,
2: and you can hear like giggling at night in like water splashing. Um, there's also <clears throat> what's now considered the lounge. Uh, it used to be, or no, it was once a lounge and it's now the salon. Okay. Uh, they, there's a young woman in a white evening gown who's been seen dancing around as if she's still at the lounge. And, uh, one thing I also want to say about the pools is that before I forget, uh, they're so haunted, like they can see footsteps and hear splashing so often that they have a constant camera stream running on it so that security can see if there's anything going on. Oh my God. Um, so you can see. The woman dancing in the salon. Also, the boiler rooms, the infirmary, and other lounges are all hotbeds. Creepy. Uh, another cool story is at the restaurant in the hotel, waitresses and hostesses have all said that they'll see, like, a giant family coming in, um like, to sit. Like, some of the people are real. Like, let's say you and I went to a, the restaurant together. Right. They would see, like four or five people instead of just the two of us and so when they look up and say like oh is that a party of five or something they'll look down and like for the reservations they'll see that no one's booked a party of five and then look back up and it's just the two of us oh my god so like people will just follow people around into the restaurants (laughs) that's so creepy i know it's like okay um Trying to tag on our reservation. I know. <laughs> Make your own damn reservation. I know, but it's always different people too, which is why they think there's there has to be multiple spirits because it's not just the same, right. like, Two or three people that are following everyone, or else you'd recognize them eventually. Wow, how weird! Uh, another thing. Wow, I have so many ghost things to tell you. Uh, uh, yay! <laughs> I just turned the. I thought this was the last page, and
1: then there's a whole. And I'm already out of wine. Hang on. There, wow, you are. I'm. This is like my. This is what I live for. God, <laughs> my poor
2: parents. <laughs> so in the first class staterooms, there's regularly a tall brunette man in a thirty suit, and he walks around, and uh, you can see like you can see him go into your bathroom, and then you'll look in the bathroom again, and he's not there, but then the water faucets will turn on by themselves. Oh, oh, oh. Or the lights will go on and off by themselves, or phones will ring that are disconnected. <gasps> Uh, and, uh, I guess another part of the nursery, babies cry. There were a couple babies that died on the ship. Oh. Um, and doors knock. There's like knocks. I said, knocks, door slams, squeals, temperature fluctuations, and (laughs) smells. I just like wrote it all out. But then I found this really cool, uh, site. Cause my thing with this is I like to go on like, not Yelp, but like road trip sites Mm -hmm. so people can give like their personal stories so i just i just wrote a list of shit that people have said they saw oh fun um so doorknobs were hot to touch or from far away they'd look like they were glowing and then they the doorknobs that were glowing or smoking or um felt really hot later those were they found out that those were rooms that people had died in (gasps) um there oh someone smelt um Someone felt really, really hot, like they were on fire, and then they smelt, like, burning hair. And I guess they were next to an old kitchen, and when it was originally a warship... This is how, like, Lord of the Flies this shit was back then. Uh, during World War Two, the soldiers got pissed at the cook for not making food that they liked, and so they shoved him in the oven, and he burned alive. What yeah. <laughs> the
1: <laughs> And so, uh...
0: What the <laughs> I know,
1: like... But see, the crazy thing is that's a fact like they told us that too and it just still blows my mind but like that's not like a fictional like that actually happened like they how literally many, murdered how the chef
2: hungry and how much must you hate someone for multiple people to agree we're gonna shove them in an oven like and watch them burn it's so fucked up that's ridiculous and so so that guy felt like he was on fire oh and smelt burning hair
1: God.
2: um so where <sighs> the ship cla- crashed into another one of its right ships during war um so where the point that the
1: that the oh I Points don't know how of to say collision?
2: It. Yeah, like where, where the point where it crashed where mm-hmm. it got crashed into. If you ever stand there in the middle of the night you can hear the screams. Yeah. And they said um sometimes if you're alone you can also hear like metal tearing as if like the ship's falling apart. Um and Ugh. that's that's mainly for that section but I mean like that's like
1: well and that really section cool. was where they kept the prisoners of war and they were oh, packed fuck. in they were like packed in super tight because and they said the temperature got up to like 118 degrees in there and so people were dying anyway like and they weren't that's like horrible. feeding them well or keep it, so people were dying in there anyway and then that's where it crashed so almost everyone in that section died Uh-huh so it was it's like a double <sighs> So it was just like a whole bunch of people So they were already people. miserable just piles then, of people
2: screaming for Exactly their lives. You know what I read recently and by recently I mean today. There was, uh, there <laughs> <That's> was recently, <laughs> it's pretty current. There was a girl that that survived the Titanic who didn't know what was going on. Like, it, what? like she got on the lifeboat, and then when they, like, got them to land, she thought that was part of the fucking trip. How, like, how she, old was she? Like one? No, I guess she said. I think it said she was like sixteen or something. What? But I was like. Like, how fucking privileged were you that they just, like, hid you in, like, a beautiful area until it was time for you to get on your rescue boat?
1: They were like, here's the rescue boat and your glass of champagne we're just going to float to the shore. Like, didn't
2: you notice the people screaming and crying all around you that were, like, begging for the people they love to not die? Like, but apparently she was just, like, just totally daydreaming the whole time. And she's like, what? What do you mean this isn't it? What? She, like, totally thought that that was, like, part of the journey. How... I don't know. How people sad. look it up. I'm not kidding. There's a girl. Her name was, uh, her name was Catherine. Kate, Catherine with a K. So the last page I have for you is just, I literally just wrote bullets of all the shit that people said that they'd seen. Ooh, fun. And I should, I should find the link cause they really deserve for us to post this, but they wrote every room and what happens in every room. So like of all the rooms, like every bullet I have is from a different room. I just didn't write the rooms down because who cares about the numbers, you know?
1: We'll look it up before we go
2: together. Uh, Okay, so in one room, people's blankets have been getting pulled off of them while they're sleeping. In another one, figures and people will vanish right in front of them. Like, we'll just show up and leave. Guests will be held down in their bed and can't move. That, see, that's... I don't... No. No. I don't want that. Nope. Uh, Drawers will open and close or people will wake up and all the drawers in their... and the whole room will be open. So, like, drawers, like... In the dresser, and their nightstand, like, everything will be open on its own. Uh, They've heard scratching in the closet. Ew! They've heard, uh, or they've seen shadows walking across the room from, like, the door to the TV and then just, like, dissipate away. Chairs have moved across the floor, or your luggage has moved right in front of you. Uh, Okay, so this freaked me out because I forgot that I was talking—no, no, 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 not in that way. It just, like, I was being an idiot, and I forgot that I was, like, writing notes about a ship— and so the portholes of the ship would open and clo- like open and close on their own, which is creepy. But my like dumbass brain read portals, and I was like, "Whoa, portals!" <laughs> Whoa. No one
1: told me there were portals. So port. No, but the portholes, like they, yeah, they had us. He, the guy, our ho- our tour guide was like, "Try and close us. and they're fucking heavy. Like you have to take two hands and like force it closed. And he's like, "People just report them like swinging open. open, yeah, yeah, and slamming, and you cannot like." It's a ship that's docked. Like, it doesn't... There's no wind. Right. Like, it doesn't... But you have to, like, forcibly shut it close. Like, it takes two hands. So people do report that, and it's, like, really weird. Anyway. There's also a lot of cold spots. Um, and
2: there's... People have reported being grabbed and shaken while they're sleeping. <gasps> so, like, that's even worse! <laughs> no. Can you imagine being shaken no. and, like, <laughs> like waking up to nothing shaking you? Um, Fuck that. So hangers... Or hangers and or clothes sound like they're being shuffled around in the closet. And, and then people will open the closet and be like, what was that sound? And there are no clothes or hangers. It's an empty fucking closet, <gasps> but they could hear things moving in there. Um, a woman was crying and people have approached her and been like, what's wrong? And she just disappeared in front of them. Uh, guests... Oof, if you thought getting shaken awake was bad enough, uh, guests would wake up levitating. No! Yeah. <laughs> it's like my fucking nightmare. At what point do you drop? Like, you're definitely awake, so, like, do you just, like, once the ghost realizes you're awake, do they right. just drop you and, like, you fucking plummet? Or does it, like, let you down, like, oh,
1: I didn't mean to wake like, you? Oops, like, oops. Like, oops.
2: Slow descent. Or do you just stay there floating and go, ah!
1: I don't know. I don't want to find out. Fuck. Uh,
2: the creepiest thing I could ever fucking create in my mind is the bullet that says in one room, you can hear flute playing in the <gasps> middle of the night, right next to your bed. <laughs> so someone's just like serenading you. Like Peter Pan just shows up. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> no, he's, was he? The piccolo?
2: Whatever. That's it's what? all creepy. <laughs>
1: uh, he was uh, one of those, um, he was with Winston Churchill, one of the elite, yeah. elite members of the, you know, he, they're buds. <laughs> the guest list.
2: Uh, another man in thirties clothes will sit on your bed and watch you sleep. No. <laughs> I was like, absolutely no uh people will feel being touched like they'll feel like either a cold or a warm handprint on them and then as soon as the feeling goes away the tv will turn on by itself what why the tv like just something will turn on like the tv will turn (gasps) on or the faucets will go off or the lights will turn on it's like like you could feel pressure like a hand is on you and then as soon as it goes away things will turn on by themselves to let you know you weren't imagining that um and then one of the creepiest things i've ever heard in my entire life the bathroom doors will close on their own. Like if it's open you and you're sitting on your bed and you look at the bathroom, the door will slam close on its own and then you'll hear a knock on the other side. <gasps> <laughs> I, know. Oh. I know. I know. I um, know. This then, is... Ugh. The last two I have, someone actually did an investigation in room B492 and their notes were that they saw a lot of orbs and got a lot of pictures of orbs around them. And, uh, they also had personal encounters by feeling like they were being watched or felt like someone was standing next to them. Uh, and then they heard footsteps in the room walking, like every time they tried to follow it, the footsteps would be on the other side of the room. And when they went to bed, they (laughs) heard the footsteps again and like pretended they were asleep and they heard the footsteps walking closer and closer to their bed and then heard and felt the bed get kicked (gasps) Yeah. to be like, Hey, I'm right fucking here. Like, you were trying to find me, and now I'm going to wake How you do up. How do you
1: even go to sleep in a room
2: like that? Oh, oh you don't. No. Uh, they felt being stared at. Uh, lights went on and off throughout the night. That's the creepiest thing, though. Like, hearing shuffling, getting closer and closer, and then a kick to the bed when it was originally, like, hiding and, like, playing games, and now it, like, wants your attention. It's like, oh, you're going to bed? Well, it's like... I'm back. Or it's just, I'm going to... And also, if it, if you feel like something's staring at you, normally it's, like, ominous, so if it's kicking your bed and then you feel like that glare, it's like, hey, I'm here now. Like, that's what freaks me out. The last thing I want to say, this is the experience that I would not want. Okay, you've said that for every
1: <laughs> bullet point. I know, but every... Okay. And they get worse and worse. So I don't
2: know... Okay, but this is the last one. Okay. This is the last one. I don't know what's going to But happen. it's currently my favorite one just because it just sounds interesting. So in stateroom A128... uh. People would hear tapping on like the table or on the walls or on the doors. At one point, a girl, a little girl, literally just popped up out of nowhere. Just like I don't know if she like just showed up out of a closet or jumped off of a bed or just like showed up in your face. But she just went hiya and then disappeared. Just <gasps> <laughs> like hiya. Yeah. That's us as a guest. But the, hey. the exact writing on this site that I that I saw the review from, it's spelled H I Y A like hiya. Hiya. Like really just that's fucking adorable i know it's kind of like like that's the one ghost i I don't want to say that out loud (laughs) but like oh don't don't (laughs) say it that's a very like casper ghost yeah i want to be that ghost. hello uh disappeared then that night the bed was shaking the curtains shook the radio kept turning on and off by itself and then the creepiest thing of it which i I feel like it couldn't have been the same casper friendly ghost is that the guy sleeping there woke up because he thought he was snoring, but he heard something else mocking his snoring. Like he heard, <gasps> and then when he woke up, or like whatever, it realized he was awake, started laughing like, oh, <gasps> you caught me. No, 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 no. Like... Like it could be a kid being like, haha. but also... Or it could be, like, I have fucking... Like, I know. <laughs> like the hair on my arms is wicked high right now. But so, like you, like basically... There was a ghost that went like, like with it, and then when he woke up, went like, ha ha ha, like,
1: like you, got, you, like you got me. me.
2: Oh, and no. okay, I've had an experience like that, <gasps> and that freaked me the fuck out. And I need my parents to look away really quickly because I'm about to. It's not like, like I just don't like my parents knowing that I've like, you know, you know, had a girlfriend. <gasps> Emily, I know. In my 24 years, I've had one whole one uh so uh but okay so as soon as i told my mother not to listen her ears are as she's like turning up the volume (laughs) so one time i was at her house and her house was renowned for having this like little girl ghost like you could hear this girl giggle in the middle of the night i've like we heard her running up and down the halls in the middle of the night it was the scariest bullshit i've ever heard in my life was that in virginia yeah okay and uh But they always just never really did anything about it because it was always playful. It was never, it never hurt them. It would steal a lot of their shit. Like one time uh, they, uh, my girlfriend lost her earrings and looked all around the house. And then later that day found them in her driveway like perfectly placed right next (gasps) to each other. Like would just like, it was just the creepiest thing. But one time we were about to do what people in relationships do when they love each other. And so nothing had happened. But we were just like just kissing, mm-hmm. just kissing, and from in the room, I I like sw- I swear on everything in the room. I heard like a little five year old like mocking us, like making kissing sounds <gasps> like like what the like. Fuck? But it was it was like an amplified like wanted us to hear it. It wasn't like oh what was that. It was full blown like what the fuck em i'm not kidding and then literally we stopped and i was like i'm sorry we like i don't i don't even want to look at you right now (laughs) like i don't want anything to happen and so we kind of just we both heard it we both were freaked the fuck out and i was like it's obviously that little girl i mean you know yeah we had been together for years at that point so like we were both aware of this thing what the fuck (laughs) and eventually we just like watched tv and laughed and joked around and kind of just forgot about it and so we were you know kissed again and the same thing happened it happened a second again? time yeah and it was literally like that that loud pecking kissing sound i do not like and that And i was like no all right we're done i do not like that uh it was it was these like and it was scary because it like it wasn't scary i never felt scared like you could tell it was just like joke it was like having like a little annoying sister in the room making fun of you and your boyfriend or something like that like it truly did not feel threatening but the thing that scared me was that it was definitely real like we could not explain it there was what the fuck there was no explaining it no denying it i till my deathbed i can still hear it when i think about it yeah like there and like it i need i need to emphasize that it wasn't just like a weird like background sound it was full like It sounded like it was coming from one side of the room, but right in my ear. Like, wanted us to hear it. That gives me the (sighs) show.
1: I don't like it. Anyway, the end. That's the Queen Mary and my horrible life. (laughs) (laughs) And ghosts do not want you to have a happy relationship.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to stop now and drink my milkshake while you tell me a great story.
1: You deserve a drink, honestly. (laughs) That's why you drink, and I support it. Okay. I'm ready when you are. This is about the disappearance of Maura Murray. I don't know who that is. Great. 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 Okay. Makes it more fun. Yeah. Maura Murray? Wrong. What? Maura Murray. Maura Murray. Okay. Maura Murray. Maura Murray. I'm going to call her Maura.
2: <laughs> okay. That's probably good since it's her name.
1: Yeah. But people call her Murray on like articles. Oh, like the last name. Yeah. But I was I like, I want to call her- Well, we're buds. Maura. because okay. like I feel like that's more- Anyway. Mora. So Mora was a 21-year-old nursing student at the University of Massachusetts Amherst who vanished on February 9, 2004 and has been missing ever since. Oh, wow. I know. Where, and, what was the school again? Uh, University of Massachusetts Amherst. Aw. She was a nursing student. UMass? N- Neither of us went there. Yeah, but I always
2: saw shirts with it on the, when we lived in Boston.
1: That counts. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you like just a timeline of what happened because it's a bizarre missing persons case and nobody has been able to solve it. And some really weird things happened um, before she disappeared. So three months before her disappearance, uh, Maura admitted to using a stolen credit card to order food. And mm-hmm. uh, the charges were to be dropped after three months of good behavior. So it wasn't like a huge deal, but there was like a weird little... Right. Bit of criminal behavior she was engaging in. Um, On February 5th, Maura spoke with her older sister Kathleen uh, while on duty at her campus security job. Uh, They discussed Kathleen's relationship problems with her fiancé. And at around 10.30 p.m., her supervisor reported coming in and seeing her break down in tears And then spend a long time staring straight ahead into empty space, not having any reaction to anything anybody said. Just distant? Totally distant, being completely out of it, with a nursing book laying open in front of her. So the supervisor escorted her back to her dorm around 1.20 a.m. She asked what was wrong, and Maura just said, my sister. But she wouldn't say anything more. Hmm. Wait, Maura said this. Yes, Maura okay. said my sister, and that. So was, she
2: was like totally just like disoriented, not paying out. attention, mm-hmm. and then
1: she still has she still has something's wrong with my sister. She just right. said my sister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Saturday, February seventh, which was two days later, uh-huh. uh, Maura's dad, Fred, visited town to see her, uh, and he's from Connecticut, so it wasn't you know far. A super far trip. Uh, the two went car shopping, just to look around and buy a car, and then went to dinner. Uh, Mora dropped her dad off at his motel, and uh, he let her borrow his car to drive to a dorm party back on campus. Uh, so she left dad. the I know. I'm like, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm like, my dad would literally never give me a car to drive to a party on campus. But, you know. Uh, she left the party at 2.30 a.m., and on her way home, she hit a guardrail and caused nearly $10,000 in damage to her dad's car. Which oh, is exactly why my dad would never let me borrow yeah, right. a car. <laughs> That's the exact reason <laughs> to go to a party. Um, as as far as like the records go, there are there's no report of a sobriety test being conducted by police um, at that point. But she did stay at her father's. They drove her to her father's motel. She stayed there for the night. And at 4:49 a.m., there was a cell phone call placed from Fred, her dad's cell phone mm-hmm. to Morris' boyfriend okay but they don't know who called or what the context of the phone call was but so it was 4 49 a.m the next day fred found out the car would be covered by insurance he rented a car went back to connecticut uh called his daughter that night to remind her to get the forms from the dmv to fill out and he still hasn't heard from her no they're to- they were together oh, oh, oh so she stayed there that night and- oh right god i was thinking about the boyfriend <laughs> the phone call to the boyfriend oh no no, no. yeah so The dad left and was like, okay, remember to get those forms from the DMV. Right. Um, And then they decided to talk Monday to go over the forms. And she's like, great, I'll call you Monday and I'll pick up the forms. Uh, So that night, after her her dad left, Maura used her personal computer around midnight to search MapQuest directions to the Berkshires, which is like a mountain range from Vermont, but it extends into Connecticut and Mm -hmm. Massachusetts. Um, And to search for uh, MapQuest directions to Burlington, Vermont. Uh, at 1 p.m. the next day so on monday uh, Maura emailed her boyfriend i got your messages but honestly i didn't feel like talking to much of what is he
0: Sorry. crying about
1: <laughs> wow geo quiet
2: this is christine parenting oh,
1: motherfucker <laughs> this is why <what> i drink <laughs> uh okay at 1 p.m. the next day, so that was on Monday, uh, Mori emailed her boyfriend. I got your messages, but honestly, I didn't feel like talking to much of anyone. I promised to call today, though. She called a condominium complex that her family had actually stayed at in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, the call was only three minutes, and the owner of the condo said um, he didn't rent her a condo. She just called to ask about renting one.
2: Okay, like prices or something? Yeah,
1: so she okay. called for information. At 1.24 p.m., so 24 minutes later, Maura emailed a supervisor at work um, that she would be out of town for a week due to a death in her family, but no one in her family had died. Uh. Yeah. So she said she'd contact them when um, she returned to campus. Her family still doesn't know what that excuse was about because nobody had died. Uh, At 2.05 p.m., so half an hour later, she called a number that provides recorded information about hotels in Stowe, Vermont. Mm-hmm. And 15 minutes later, at 2.18, she left her boyfriend a message, a voicemail message promising she'd call him later. Again. Again. Okay. The first one was an email, and then she called him and was like, okay, I'll call later. Okay. Uh, at two, Okay, so she packed up her car with clothing, toiletries, college textbooks, and birth control pills. Everything one would need. <laughs> All the important stuff. Right. After after her disappearance, campus police discovered uh, that her dorm was, dorm room was mostly packed up in boxes. Um, she left an email out that was printed to her boyfriend, and it indicated trouble in their relationship. It was kind of a clue. And she mm-hmm. left campus around 3.30 p.m. At 3.40, she withdrew $280 from an ATM. Then she purchased about $40 worth of alcoholic beverages from a liquor store. Okay, Christine. Guess what she bought? Boxed wine. Bailey's Irish Cream, Kahlua, Vodka, and a box of Franzia wine. (laughs) So, a party for us. (laughs) Remember how guilty I felt for making fun of Franzia? This is why. Oh, okay. (sighs) So, basically everything like a freshman college student wants in their life. Uh, She even stopped and picked up the accident report forms that her dad wanted her to get from the DMV. So she did go get those. And then she left Amherst, Mass. Uh, Around 7 p.m., a resident of Woodsville, New Hampshire, heard a loud thump outside of her house, saw a car against the snowbank, called the sheriff's department. Another neighbor, um, who was a school bus driver, pulled up and noticed she was outside of the car, noticed the accident, saw she was freezing cold, said he was going to call the police. Apparently, according to police reports, she pleaded that he not call the police and said she had already called AAA. And he knew how terrible cell service was out there. Um, So he was like, I don't. So he went home and he called the police because he was like, I don't. I'm worried about her. Um, The bus driver went home uh, and So the police arrived around 745 p.m. There was no one inside the car, no one outside the car. Uh, The car had been totaled. But it was locked inside and outside the car. The officer found what looked like red wine stains. Mm -hmm. Or blood. No, it was red wine stains. It was definitely Franzia? (laughs) It was Strawberry Fields Franzia. Perfect. Uh, (laughs) He found an empty beer bottle and a damaged box of Franzia in the back seat. There were no footsteps. So maybe drinking and driving? That's the thought. Yeah, the thought. Uh, There were no footsteps in the snow. And no signs of other vehicles. Uh, Morrow was completely gone, but this is what she left behind in the car. Okay. Uh, she found, the officer found empty beer bottle, damaged box of Franzia, a triple A card on the front seat, blank accident report forms, which were the ones she picked up from the DMV, gloves, compact discs, makeup, diamond jewelry, two sets of MapQuest driving directions, Marie's favorite stuffed animal... And a book about mountain climbing in the White Mountains.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, But missing were her debit cards, credit cards, and cell phone, as well as a couple of bottles of liquor that she had purchased earlier that day with her credit card. But none of the debit cards, credit cards, or cell phone were ever used again since her disappearance. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, they just went off the map. A rag that was believed to have been part of her emergency roadside kit was discovered stuffed into the muffler pipe of her car. And there's like a, that was one of the big things that people can't figure out. Some people think um a suicide attempt like she was trying to keep the gas right. in the car. Some people think um it's actually a way to stall a car if you stuff the the muffler, um, it supposedly stalls the car so it stops driving okay. so Some people think it was like somebody else had tried to stall the car and then her father later said he told her to put it there to stop the tailpipe from leaking but people have questioned hmm. that because he knew a thing or two about cars and that's not a thing you would tell <laughs> someone to stuff a rag in a tailpipe. Right. so it's kind of one of those weird things nobody knows what... how did they find that information out that he said that to her oh he told police like oh no i told her to put that there to that's like just incriminating that's it's just strange that's but like he... it's it's strange and nobody knows part of it is that like he was really opposed to the idea that she might have like been trying to run away or commit suicide. So some people oh, so think he's, like, maybe in denial he was. And... Yeah, some people think maybe he was saying, "Oh no, like I told I her it was a good something. idea." She only did it on purpose because so, I told her. So my thought is that she was trying
2: to. Or right before I, before this car crash part, sounded like she was trying to run away from her boyfriend or something and move to that condo without being noticed. Right. That's I think the biggest because why go through all that trouble of contacting them and packing everything up and getting, you know, bringing whatever you need just to crash a car.
1: Well, and the big thing too that I've like thought about and I've read a bunch of different theories. If you were going to commit suicide, like some people think, why would you bring your text your nursing textbooks? Yeah. She brought all her textbooks. She you brought the don't, DMV you know. paperwork that she had promised her dad she'd fill out. Like you don't go to the DMV and pick up that paperwork I feel like if she were – I feel like her picking up the paperwork was
2: at least just to, um, like, I don't know, just have, like, one less thing off of his list if she was trying to disappear or but something. But she was
1: supposed to fill it out. Like, you know, he asked yeah. her to fill it out for him. Like, because she crashed the car. So it was – it's one of those things where people are like, she wouldn't have gone through the trouble of going to the DM – like, literally, if you're going to kill yourself, you don't go to the DMV to, like, fill out <laughs> right. paperwork. Sorry. I mean – and people say, like, also, as a student, you don't bring, like, several textbooks with you to... Right. But, again, like, it looks like she was drinking while she was driving, so who knows? She maybe she... Had... I
2: feel like maybe she was on her way to that condo she was trying to run away to and got in a car crash on the way.
1: That's one of the theories is that, like, she got into an accident. She said, don't call the police because she had been drinking. And right. she had been in trouble for that credit card... Theft. Right. so she was maybe she panicked she was 21 years old so maybe she right. panicked and thought that's like how where could she have gone without using her phone well, or cards again the thought is that somebody picks her up on the side of the road and said oh i'll give you a ride and, and then kill her either killed her or abducted her her father claims to this day that he believes it was an abduction um and he's still upset that the police treated it as a missing persons as opposed to like a criminal investigation right um but the thought is mostly that something bad happened to her after that accident. Right. Um, here, during his flight, um, her boyfriend had turned off his cell phone. He was flying to to New Hampshire to, like, be with the family. Uh-huh. Um, and at some point during the flight, when he got to where he was going, uh, he turned on his phone and had a voicemail that he believed was the sound of Mora sobbing, of uh. Maura sobbing. Uh, and the cell phone call was traced to a calling card issued to the American Red Cross. What? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, she was a nursing student. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but that was the only way, the only place they traced that call. Um, so they searched far and wide. They extended the search to Vermont. They used thermal imaging cameras. They used helicopters. Like they used, uh, dogs, cadaver dogs, tracking dogs. Uh, one of the dogs. Or like a group of tracking dogs smelled her gloves and then went a hundred yards and lost the scent, which is what leads, led police to believe that she got in a car and Mm -hmm. drove away because like her scent didn't seem to be anywhere around the car and her footprints only went a hundred feet away from the car and then were gone. Um, so nobody knows if like she was abducted or if she got into a car or if she was purposefully planning to run away.
2: Right. Like had another car waiting for her. Like a tandem
1: driver. Exactly um so it's like really unclear uh there were also two girls that were abducted around the same time that a lot of people speculate were similar cases but the police still say like there's no way we can link these uh, one girl was murdered in vermont a hundred i think her car was found um like nearby mm-hmm. a month later and she was murdered so people are unclear whether any of these are related um, how, what year was this? Twenty two thousand four? 2004.
0: <sighs>
1: and on, in 2014, uh, that was the 10th anniversary of her disappearance. Uh, and the attorney general or senior assistant attorney general said that, uh, they haven't had any clues as case. to what was going on. Um, they have no idea. They really don't know. There's still websites up offering a reward. I think in 2017, if nobody is able to figure it out. The $20,000 I'm pretty sure is set to go to, um, like a missing person's, right. um, you know, charity or group if nobody can figure it out. But cause it expires this year. Was the year. box
2: wine there in the car?
1: Yes, but it had been tampered with. So I guess that means, oh, that's the and then again. they found the, the wine stains. So it's hard to understand because again, she was 21 years old. So it's not, you have to imagine being a 21-year-old and being... Like, I would be
2: scared shitless. Things are
1: blowing up in your face and it's like, how do you deal? You know, I mean, if the police are coming and you know you've been drinking... Right. It's terrifying. It's the most terrifying thought in the world. Ugh. And if somebody comes by and says, oh, I'll bring you to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. One of the best series I read was on Reddit. There's a whole Reddit, th- uh, Reddit thread about... Or a whole subreddit about, like, fine marmory. Really? Yeah. And people are just trying to figure out any clues they can. And uh, one of the most interesting things I read was from a woman who's in her 30s now, but she was like, I was like the same age. Right. And looking back, like I had issues with like sexual assault or like I had an experience and I was trying to deal with it and like family problems and whatever. And I became like an alcoholic and... If I had crashed my car, knowing I was drinking, and someone came up and said, "Oh, like don't worry, I'll give you a ride,"
2: yeah, I would do it too. I would jump in the car in a second. You know,
1: like I mean, if I were if I were drunk and that scared in that scenario, and I mean, again, it was she was in New Hampshire. It was freezing cold out. Some people were like, "Well, maybe she wandered off, and died in the elements." But they did every sort of search. They searched many, many times in like the surrounding area. Um, everything from dogs to thermal imaging to helicopters, they couldn't find anything. So, like, the the biggest thing points to that she got in someone's car. But, again, it's been, what, 13 years now? So. That's an abduction. They still don't know. And, I mean, it's, it's hard to believe, like, oh, they haven't figured out with the reward and everything, like, nobody's been able to offer a clue, but. Well, to me, that means that she wanted
2: to not, if, if she wasn't abducted and killed, and, and this was, like, a successful runaway, which. There's not many of them. Like she clearly doesn't want to be found. Then, so either she definitely doesn't want to be found, or definitely wants to be found. The weird thing, right? (laughs) It's either one or the other. That reminds me. There's that John Mulaney joke of like. I love him. One time I was I was walking down New York and I saw a wheelchair with no one in it, and he was like, "I don't know what happened there. You hope it was a miracle, (laughs) (laughs) but something happened."
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, that
0: was
1: (laughs) that was the way they got
0: (laughs) the wheelchair.
1: (laughs) exactly so it's like hard to know i mean her dad still claims he thinks it was an abduction he's still um the fbi got involved and nobody knows but there's just so many weird facets to it yeah um including like the weird phone calls and like her sister's fiance problems and so it's hard to tell whether she just had like a breakdown and then got abducted like By chance or whether she planned it but if she had planned it it's really hard to believe that after this many years because she was really close with her family and also
2: she was still nice enough to like go like get the paperwork from her dad like if she really disrespected her dad and didn't want him to find her
1: right well and i mean she even had her textbooks which meant she was like this was an abduction this was for
2: sure an abduction like
1: why would you run away and be like oh i'm gonna bring all my textbooks (laughs) so i stay savvy it's weird right (laughs) yeah So anyway, it's just one of those weird unsolved mysteries. Somebody on Twitter had actually, I feel like an ass because I, again, I didn't write down who it was and I don't remember because I'm just, it's lost in the Twitter sphere. Whoever suggested Maura Marie, thank you. Um, I appreciate your suggestion and obviously we used it. Uh, But again, if you have a suggestion and you want to be uh, credited, please send it to our email (laughs) (laughs) because I probably won't find it in our Twitter nightmare of a of a mess so
2: anyway god that was just so down like that was such a bummer
1: it's hard because it's like is she alive is she dead she's dead i think
2: like she's so dead
1: sense
2: i mean if it's been several 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 years it
1: seemed like she was planning to come back and she just didn't yeah but like how how has nothing turned up about where she like
2: Ugh, uh, i hate abducted anyway cars. so why did you do this again i don't
1: know em i feel like i just i know it's gonna bug you so i'm like haha <laughs> that's not true Ugh. i just want you to feel good thank you so much oh that's why we drink
2: <laughs> i don't even know what to say with that uh.
1: Uh. don't get in a stranger's car stranger danger
2: i hope not too i and don't
1: care how fucking charming he is
2: well or thank she got him gay okay yeah there it is. or she literally uh-huh. Well, I might get into a car with her.
1: No, don't do it. Um, If Jennifer Aniston asks me to get in a car, I'm diving in. If Jennifer Aniston Aniston is a murderer, we have a really great episode. (laughs) So that's fine. I approve. There
2: was a story in my hometown of uh, two girls getting abducted, which is really, really (gasps) sad. And it's a small town, so if you didn't know them, you at least knew someone who knew them. Holy shit. But that was the reason why, when I was little, I wasn't allowed to hang out in my neighborhood anymore. Because oh God. it was like, as soon as we moved there, this happened. And there was like two little, there were two sisters and they both got in the car or someone pulled them into the car or How something old? like that, like under 10, <gasps> I think oh God. either under 10 or around 10. <gasps> but, uh, my mom still remembers that. And she's like, that's the reason you never played outside as a kid. Cause oh, right fuck. when we moved to that town, it happened and everyone knew about it and everyone was keeping their kids inside.
1: Fuck. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, I was too little to remember, but it changed her. And I know the most, like, most people get abducted by somebody they know, like, mm-hmm. by far. Yeah. But still, like, it happens. I mean...
2: Well, that's the scariest part, is that if it's someone you know, then you're not going to have a problem getting in
1: the car with them. Right, con. that's true. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for really <sighs> bumming me out. So, hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to our comedy podcast. <laughs> it's a lot of fun and laughs. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well,
2: thank you for that. That's why we drink. That's why we drink. Uh, listen,
1: you guys agreed to this when you. Yeah, you pressed play for yeah. the eighth time. Yeah. You right. dummies.
2: <laughs> well,. Look forward to more fun in the next
1: episode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to more barrels of laughs. Maybe I should always be the one telling the story afterwards. Maybe so there's some comedic. Because I feel like mine is always end in, like, and then everyone died, and no one knows why. It's like
2: sometimes I think we don't know how to open these pot. Like we don't know how to uh-huh. introduce an episode, but we
1: definitely can't end them. Because when you're like, yeah,
2: and now we're all miserable, and, and it's now like everyone feels uh, endangered. And that's the show.
1: <laughs> Children are dying, and everybody's sad. <laughs> right. I can't wait to hear all about it again next week. The world
2: is fucked. Thank you, Christine, for imparting your wisdom on me and many others. You're so
1: welcome. I like to bring everyone down to my level, you know? Down we are. Yep. Bringing you down. Anyway.
2: Thanks, y'all. Thank you for enjoying my ghost story, because I feel like it was funnier. Your ghost story (laughs) was way more fun. Hope you don't get haunted tonight or murdered or
1: abducted. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) And that's why we drink. And that's why we drink.